On Anniversaries and Floggings, M.M. July 30th, 2022. I woke up yesterday in a terribly grumpy mood. I didn't have anything reasonable to blame it on. It had been several days since last I'd imbibed. Nothing was particularly wrong. Unease with my family, perhaps? Who knew? I let my irritability sit there and went about my morning, watering Eric and Emma's garden, beautiful rows of squash, kale, cabbage, beans, peppers. The fence is ringed with what I think is morning glory, some kind of beautiful climbing vine with purple trumpet flowers. At the edge of the garden is an asparagus patch. When I sat down to write, beginning with the date like I always do, that's when it hit me. July 29th. It was July 29th. That date is an intense one, because eight years ago on July 29th, I met my master and my life turned upside down. It was Shekhar who said we should go to a swinger convention in New Orleans. Naughty and Nolens, it's called. He was about to graduate. I said, pick a place. We'll take a trip. We can go anywhere you want to celebrate. He picked a swinger of a convention. We had dabbled in swinging already, and I mostly didn't like it. Sexually charged encounters with people we didn't know, the complications of formal dating multiplied exponentially. I enjoyed making connections with other people, but I needed them to be real, and I needed there to be no pressure. I especially needed there to be fewer liver-spotted 70-year-old men talking me up while Shekhar flirted with their slightly younger and better-kept wives on the dance floor. One especially awkward date with a pilot and his wife, the pilot bragging about sexual exploits at every port and making terrible puns about vanillas, whose kiss I reluctantly accepted at the end of the night, even though I very much did not want to. The situations ranged from awkward to gropey, and I did not feel comfortable with any of it. So, a convention of a thousand drunken swingers in what is one of the most chaotic and raucous cities in the planet was not really my idea of a good time. But that was what he wanted, so we went. In a weird way, perhaps it was an early sign of my unharnessed submissive tendencies. And that's how on the afternoon of July 29th, 2014, we found ourselves in line for our badge and room key. While waiting to check in, we met Kenneth, a handsome, charismatic fellow who turned out to know everyone. We spent a lot of the weekend with him and his wife. He's dead now. Killed himself dramatically in a very Kenneth sort of a way. It was devastating but that's a story for a different time. The afternoon started with a women's meetup at the piano bar, which was perhaps the organizer's effort to make the females feel slightly less like prey. After the women's only part ended, our husbands joined us and we chatted. That was when I met Gavin for the first time. He was Colette's husband, a woman from Montreal who I'd been talking to at the bar. Gavin, he who would later become him. He was pretty quiet, and I didn't pay him too much attention, only registering slightly when Colette mentioned that he was into BDSM. I'd read Fifty Shades of Grey and was vaguely curious. Heading back, a different man chatted us up in the elevator, eyeing me like sheep to the slaughter. People loved us. We were young and new. They especially loved me because I was young and new and had a vagina. As we headed down the hallway to our room, the man from the elevator grabbed my hand and pulled me along. You gotta see this. It's incredible. Before I knew what was happening, he had dragged me inside a hotel room where no fewer than four couples were fucking on various beds. I felt sick to my stomach like somebody had just raped my eyes. I grabbed my hand away and darted out of the room, the man following me mumbling excuses, realizing he had overstepped. Back in our room. Pfft. 
please just go without me, I told Shekhar. He argued, but I insisted, so he left. I stayed in our hotel room and tried to nap away the adrenaline and discomfort while he went off to the evening parade down Canal Street. He came back around 9 p.m. I was ready to call it a night, but if there's one thing my ex-husband is, it's persistent. Everyone from earlier will be there, he said. I've met them. They're nice, and you liked the ones you met, too. There won't be any creeps, and I'll stick up for you if anything like what happened before happens again. We don't have to do anything. They're just cool people, and we can hang out. It's funny. In the guilt and shame I eventually experienced about leaving Shekhar and following my master to Montreal, I always forget about the part where Shekhar was the one to pressure me into meeting him. Because that's what happened. We went downstairs to Gavin and Colette's room. Apparently this was where the less creepy crowd hung out. Kenneth was there, along with some faces I recognized from earlier. Kenneth's wife was apparently scheduled to join us in a couple days, so he wasn't playing with anyone. He joked that he was the sex butler, constantly asking if anyone needed a towel. Shekhar was right. This group of people was nice, attractive, and young. No liver-spotted men were trying to breathe coffee breath down my throat uninvited. And so it was that, emboldened by the late hour and the fact that I finally felt somewhat relaxed, my inner flirt had her moment. So are you going to flog me or what, I said to Gavin provocatively. What happened next is hard to describe. The flogger felt incredible. Thwack, thwack, thwack against my skin. It didn't really hurt. It was more like a drum beat that pulled me hypnotically into a trance. I responded to the instrument, and he responded back, upping the ante as it became clear that I liked what I was feeling. I went inside myself, bracing for the impact, mewing, sighing, moaning, absorbing each blow as it came. Shekhar was by my side the whole time, thrilled that I was finally having fun. It was like someone had flicked the off switch in my brain. I didn't know yet what subspace was. I just knew that I was floating, surrendering myself. My thoughts suddenly focused on this present moment. Thwack. And then the next one. Thwack, thwack, thwack. It was like a sport, like a runner's high, a competition between me, myself, and I. How much more could I take? Thwack, thwack. My body was mine, but it wasn't. My thoughts were mine, but they weren't. Now my legs are tied together, a vibrator between them. Now he's wearing something called vampire gloves. Is this okay? What about this? You can tell me if you don't like it. A whip. A paddle. A tens machine. I liked it. I liked it. I liked all of it. Even the things that I didn't like, I liked. I was vaguely aware of being a spectacle, of the people around us asking questions, talking about me, talking about him. Shekhar held my hand and chatted merrily with the others. I didn't care who the others were or what they were doing. All I cared about was this moment, this sensation, and this man who made me feel things I'd never felt before. July 29th, 2014. That was the day I experienced BDSM in a real way for the first time. It was the day I met my master and my world turned upside down. Love, M.